everybody, welcome to the Kingdom's Queens podcast. We are in for, we ended another week of crazy, crazy football. And I am your host, Lexi. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Jody. Hey, y'all. <laughs> and welcome to our podcast. We're so excited. Right. I mean, I think it's only appropriate at this point that we just kind of talk about how last week in the NFL went. Like, it was a little insane. Like it was, it was crazy. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll jump in um, to the Raiders and in the, into the Cardinals game. Um, so the Raiders had that game and I, the, the second half, really it was the fourth quarter because the Raiders were, they were still up 23 to seven at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And they just let Kyler run all over them he was running he looked like he was like chicken with his head cut off just running all over the field and he beat them with their legs and then going into overtime and those fumbles oh man what it was it was a crazy game like wow um you yeah mind you he didn't do that against us week one but that's nor here nor there i know right (laughs) But, you know, we kept Kyler from running all over like that. They, he wasn't doing that against us as much, so that's good. Um, and then the other game I wanted to talk about was the Broncos and Texans. I kind of consider that game the game of the struggling offenses. You know, you kind of just watched, and both were kind of struggling. And, you know, all the delays of games that the, that the Broncos had and how embarrassing it was for the crowd to be counting down the clock like my best friend is a Broncos fan and I just feel absolutely horrible for her right now so Ashley if you're watching I'm so sorry but yikes um I I just Russell Wilson's accuracy I think in week one podcast I even said I don't believe he's that guy anymore I think he's I even though I thought he had a lot to prove I just wasn't sure he was the same Russell Wilson and so far he is showing that he is not the Russell Wilson not from that. the past. He is not that guy. Not that guy. He is not Mr. <laughs> Unlimited. He's Mr. <laughs> Limited right now in my opinion. So, yeah, that's that's kind of my thoughts on those two games. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so I would agree with you. I'm not sure what to fully make of the Raiders offense right now or the Broncos offense. Um, I think they both have a lot of work to do and we'll see what happens in these coming weeks. Um, But I wanted to talk a little bit about the Baltimore Miami game because that was insane. And chaos. I cannot believe the Ravens defense sold out for them. They sold that game. They the did. Ravens' offense looked phenomenal. Yeah. Lamar yeah. Jackson still looks phenomenal. I don't yeah. want to take anything from him. Agreed. No. Ravens' defense looked absolutely terrible, especially in the end. They know how to cover Tyreek Hill. They know how to do that stuff. I don't know what quite happened there, but that was a wild ending to that game. And um, and <laughs> Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, they sure went off. They sure went off. And I have to give them credit. So I will. But we'll see what the rest of that holds. Um, and then as well as the Bengals and Cowboys, <laughs> I, it's hard to kind of find the words for that one. Um, yeah. What in the world? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Come on. Um, we got a revamped offensive line. And so far, Lyle Collins, who's playing his old team with the Cowboys, did not look like much of a, bo- a bodyguard. 
for Joe Burrow, like he had promised. So I'm not quite sure there um, what that team is going to hold with the Bengals. They have a lot to figure out. Joe Burrow has now lost to Mitchell Trubisky and Cooper Rush. <laughs> and it's, a little embarrassing. it's a little embarrassing. If that were Patrick Mahomes, he'd be <laughs> already. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, so that's interesting. I also think the Cowboys are very interesting, and I don't know where either team is really headed this season, but neither look crazy promising, but I will give that um to Micah Parsons right there on the Cowboys defense. He is a he is a playmaker, he's a game changer, and I really enjoy watching him. So for yeah. sure. Um, I'm gonna talk about Monday night football because both games were insane um josh allen went crazy i really 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 hate to admit it they look good on both sides of the ball um i'm not even going to start the debate that's going on between who's the number one and the number two team in the afc we're not doing that today but they look very very complete um i mean josh allen had four touchdowns and stefan Diggs caught Diggs caught three of those so um if that tells you anything um yeah they they went crazy um, and then I think the Eagles um, game was nuts. So, I mean, they made Minnesota look awful. Jalen Hurts is that guy. I'm glad that he's kind of proven the world that he's still here. He has it. Um, he also had 333 yards yesterday. So for all the people who have Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts in fantasy football, y'all probably won y'all teams this week. Good job. Congratulations to y'all because I lost to both of them. So <laughs> I don't even want to talk about what my fantasy football was this past week, but that's okay. But I mean, I guess the only other thing is, is there's still six teams left that are undefeated. Um, Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, Eagles, Bucks, Giants. So I'm really excited to see how this week three of football goes. But, you know, I think that's enough about them. I think it's time to talk about Chiefs football. Crazy. I think before we even start this segment, like me and Lexi were at the game. So jealous. And yes, it was as I'm a season ticket holder, right? So Arrowhead was rocking. Like the crowd was into it. They opened the gates an hour early. The gates weren't even supposed to open till 2:30. They opened at 1:30 because people have been camping out since literally the night before. Like, what's wrong with us Chiefs fans? Like, we're a different animal, okay? <laughs> Alexi, maybe what do we shouldn't think? answer that question of what's wrong with us. Maybe I know, right? <laughs> If y'all want to say that Chiefs Kingdom are a bunch of bandwagons, you are so, so, so far wrong. Yes. Um, <laughs> we have the best fan base. I love our Chiefs Kingdom. And it was a blast of a game to be at. I will be posting a video on our Kingdom Queens uh, Twitter page of our experience from the game. Um, but it was an absolute blast. And when I tell you, uh, Mr. Seventh Round Pick Jalen Watson... When he made his pick six touchdown, I could not hear the fireworks above me. I could not hear the fireworks above me. Yeah, that's, that's insane. Loud, that's how loud Chiefs Kingdom got. Yes. And just watching it at home, you could even tell how loud it was. You couldn't hear the announcers. Oh, they wow. sounded like they were trying to shout over the crowd. And that was the <laughs> entire game. It was like massive props to Chiefs Kingdom. Everyone who was at that game, massive, massive props. And so you know, loud. Chiefs Chiefs games are always very loud, but wow, was that a home opener? Wow. Yeah. Like, we all I, walked out with I no voice. Awesome. 
That's for sure. No voice. That's for sure. So yeah, no um, voice the next day, but it was worth <laughs> it. <laughs> so the defense was insane. Um, I just want to say that they stepped up. Chris Jones did exactly what he was supposed to do. He is him. Chris Jones went crazy and he's going to continue to be a leader in this locker room week after week. I mean, I just, I can't believe the defense that we're seeing right now. And it's only week two. Like it just gets me so excited to see like what the rest of the season is going to be like and how they continue to like gel and work together as a team and dominate everybody's offense. I mean, the Chargers are a great team. Like they are a really good team. So it was really great to see how the defense just kind of, did what they needed to do this week. Yeah, and I really think with the Chiefs-Chargers game, I really think the Chargers won the first half. But the fact that oh, they were sure. only up 10-7 to 7 in the first half, like, they could have put us away with how we were playing, honestly. Like, we weren't Agreed. making much happen. And then in that second half, we just looked like maybe we were the better conditioned team, um, which is, like, big props to our coaching staff, Andy Reid, and whatnot, getting our guys in shape, game shape, as fast as they did. And our defense, I mean, that was really – I was expecting this big, like, offensive battle between us and the Chargers. Like, they've yeah. got a great offense. We've got a great offense. Herbert Mahomes, I was expecting this big offensive battle. And it ended up being this defensive grueling battle. And when when our defense w came out in the second half, like, they were rolling. Chris yeah. Jones getting sacks and then pumping up the crowd and playing off the energy from the crowd. Jalen Watson running it. I mean – and then Willie Gay, I know he had that one really bad missed tackle, but he was everywhere. Nick Bolton was everywhere. I would, I'm just, like you said, I never thought in week two I would be like, I'm so excited yeah. about the Chiefs defense because we were our defense was the laughing stock of the NFL a majority of the year last year. And so it's really exciting to not be like, God, this defense is killing us because they won us that game, I feel like. 100%. I agree 100%. Yeah. They did, and – you know, as unfortunate as some of the missed tackles are, we had Sneed with a few, we had Willie Gay with a few. Yeah. They also made up for it when it mattered. So I yeah. think that's the biggest thing for me. And um, I'm really excited to see how they keep on gelling throughout the season. Like this is a young, young, young defense and they're already making game-changing plays. Um, and then you... We, you know, last season we started off Chris Jones at defensive end, and while we all wanted that to work, yeah, it didn't work well, terrible. Yeah. So now that he's back in his rightful spot, we have Frank Clark healthy, we have George Karloftis, we have all these different playmakers. Um, our defensive line really excites me, and so does our secondary. Like I know they gave it a lot to Mike Williams, somewhat expected because the Chargers are a very good team. Yeah. Chargers did not go through a lot of change in the offseason. And the Chiefs did. The Chiefs underwent a, a whole lot. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we got to give credit where credit is due. Like, Spax came out here and he just, like, I don't know what he did to turn this defense up, but, you know, I'm glad to see it. I feel like I need to take this moment and say how good CEH did this week. Uh, yes. I was going to say. I feel like I have to. I, I've been slandering him the whole entire offseason. <laughs> so I think it's important for me to say that he balled out this week. And I love to see that. I mean, eight rushes, 74 yards, went crazy this week. So, And he's involved in the passing game finally. Yeah. I can't wait to see how he improves week after week. Like, again, if he's showing this much grit in week two, then I know that, like, when it matters and when it counts, he's going to – 
step up. Like the way he was running with two hands on the ball, I feel like I'm always yelling, protect the ball to my TV. And he was like, and I was like, and I, I, the excitement was crazy. I am. Clyde Edwards Alaire was like, I am not about to let this loss be on me. And yes. he not. And he protected that ball as if it was okay. his own baby. So I he love heard it. us. He heard us in the off season. Okay. He heard us in the off season. It makes me wonder, like in the crowd, were there a bunch of people yelling, protect the ball? Because he, I mean, he me. was just it's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's me. Me. Oh, Jody, I, I think you need to tell. Tell the audience what you went through on Sunday or on Thursday night. I can't even begin. Okay. So like, y'all know I've been going to Arrowhead since I was a baby, right? I have like this really big, like superstitious thing, like superstitious queen number one right here. Okay. So the moment the Chargers scored in the end zone, I was sitting at my seat. I was like, okay, nope. Time for me to go. Got up, went straight to the bar. And I know that's probably inappropriate to say, but if, I, if we do something that I don't like, or if they do something that is too good, I'm going to move around the stadium. I went to the bar. I went to the bathroom. I went to the 200 levels. I went down to the 100 levels. I went back to the 300 levels, but we won that game, didn't we? We won that game, didn't we? So yeah, my superstition is ridiculous and I'll, I'll be better one day, but you got to work out. I'll do it till the Super Bowl if I got to. Okay? Jody, Jody won that game for us. So it was me. <laughs> I got my jersey on and everything. It was me. It was me. Well, you should have got the game ball then. Forget Jalen Watson, Jody. <laughs> it's me. I think I ran more yards than he did. Come on. <laughs> but no, I think another one of my like favorite plays through the whole entire game was when Mahomes threw that sidearm to McKinnon in the end zone. I was like, this man still got it. Like, Pat still got it. So I don't want to hear what anyone says trolling my quarterback. My quarterback still has it. So. Okay, and I watched that happen. That was right in my end zone. I had a very good view. I was, like, right behind that end zone right there. And I watched that happen in real time, and I was just like, I cannot. I literally, most of us thought we were going to run it. We thought he was going to run it in. And he threw it to McKinnon and a weird sidearm pass. And I was like, this man, this man is crazy. He is so, so good. So yes. good at football. Yes, so good. Love him. We're so lucky. <laughs> we are blessed. Love him. I, do, I do have a couple of things I want to say about the Chargers. Um, mm -hmm. There were two things that I think bothered the whole entire world. But I think like my first thing was Justin Herbert getting hurt and then them not really doing a full evaluation on him and letting yes. him go back in the game. Um, that like really bothered me, not even from a fact of, you know, oh, my God, if it was Patrick Mahomes, I would be livid. But I just feel like player safety should be more important than what it was. And they were super careless about it. So that's my hot take on the Justin Herbert situation. I feel like they should have been better th about that, especially since we figured, you know, since we know now what his injury was like yeah. one wrong hit could have ended his career. So I. It frustrated me. Have they ruled him out even for this weekend? I don't think they've said yet if he's in or out yet this week. Um, I mean, he should be out. I was I was sitting there and I was just like, he's not going back in. Is he like, they exactly. didn't let him go back in. And then he got hit immediately. And then like he couldn't, when it was that, what, third and two? And I know he had a laser right after that, which was bizarre considering he couldn't, he couldn't even run for two yards. And I'm just yeah. like, that man is doing so much more damage right now. Yeah. Oh gosh. Like, I, I really like Justin Herbert. He seems like a really good guy and I have yeah. a lot of respect for his game, 
And I honestly, I just hope he's okay. Cause cartilage injuries as someone who's had them a lot, like they are no joke. And Oh gosh. Right yeah. There. I definitely think they'll make like the final decision right before game time on if he plays or not. I don't even know who they play this week. I should probably care. I know their next six games. Their next six games are super easy. That's all I know. Um, yeah, so they, I think they the Jaguars. Oh, okay. Oh, he should probably play. <laughs> I'm like, he should probably play. And then I think my only other thing was the whole Derwin James, Travis Kelsey thing. Mm, still not sitting right with me at all. Still not happy about that one. Still not happy Sorry. about that. But they did say today that he was fined 15 grand. So I, I like, feel like if. I feel like if Snead hadn't been penalized for that last year, I wouldn't, I mean, I would still be annoyed, but I'm even more annoyed simply because we literally got penalized for it last year. So it's just be consistent. You know, it's all I ask. Just You want the NFL to be consistent? I know. Let's not even open that can of worms this week. Where Come on now. Yesterday. <laughs> Christmas. So, okay. I want to ask y'all, who is y'all player of the game? My player of the game was Chris Jones. He came out in that second half, and I think he turned the tide on how that game was going to go. I feel like if our D-line under Chris's leadership didn't come out and start getting after Justin, I just I don't think it would have been the second half that it was. So him getting two sacks, changed momentum, got the crowd going, That he's my player of the game. So I want to shout out. Um, not that he had a great running game, but a great blocking game was from Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, he had some great blocks against some really, really good defenders, <laughs> and Cleo Mack and Bosa. So, I want to give him a little shout out for that because that was very impressive. Um, I actually want to give it to Jarek McKinnon because he scored a touchdown. He finds ways to get open. He finds ways to block. If you watch him thoroughly throughout the game. This guy, he does exactly what he's asked, and um, he's just impressive to me. And he's always making plays happen. So I really enjoy Derek McKinnon. I want to give it to him. Yeah, oh, love that. Great choice. Yeah, for sure. Um, my player of the game is Ceh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I just have to give the respect where the respect is due, right? And I hope that I'm not jinxing or anything, but no, Ceh. He has stepped his game up tremendously over the last two weeks and I'm very impressed I love everything that I'm seeing um and again I mean I said it a couple of minutes ago but I can't wait to see how he reacts for the remainder of the season so I hope he doesn't get too comfortable it's a song by future um, stay healthy <laughs> and stays healthy but yeah I'm I'm excited I'm so yeah player of the game that's who it is for me um, and I think all of us rookie of the game for this week would have to be nobody no else, else than Jalen Watson. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go, Jalen Watson. Yeah, that I'm was amazing. That was amazing. And if it didn't do anything, it built a whole bunch of confidence within him. So and you were in that He was a seventh round pick. He worked at Wendy's. He he made things happen. And it's one of those stories that you just love to see. Yes, it's one in. of those. Yeah, like just with, with Trent McDuffie going out and we weren't sure how it was going to be because he had played so well and he got targeted, man. They were targeting him and he did awesome. I'm really yeah. proud of him. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All right. So now what? I think we have something special. 
All righty. Yeah. <laughs> we actually have a special guest for you. And I will say we wanted it to be Shelly, our fourth kingdom's queen. But she actually was a bit under the weather this week. And she's not able to join us. But we actually had planned another special guest as well, which is the Megan Hall. And she is actually a Colts fan who is going to be joining us today. So with a round of applause, we welcome Megan to our stream. Thank you. Thank you. I What's going on? What's going on? Man, thank you so much for joining on with us today. Like, I feel like you're one of my Twitter besties. And I'm so glad that you're <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Did we right? just become best friends? Man, Twitter is a wild place, right? The, um, the amazing people you meet and the connections that you meet in the community that you build, especially with women's empowerment. Man, I'm so glad that we could have you on here today. So thank you um, so much for, for having me. I appreciate it. All right, so we play y'all this week. Chiefs Colts. <laughs> we do. They are, we do. This is y'all home fun. opener, right? It is. It is. It's, okay. it's definitely home opener. I'm, I'm a little sad that I can't go. Uh, I was trying to make it, but, you know, secretly, very transparently, spent a little too much money on vacation this summer with my husband. So he was like, absolutely not. We don't even have that in the budget. So, but somehow or another, we have money for a Falcons game. Just, I don't, oh. I, don't I don't know how that works. <laughs> Priorities. Priorities. Definitely priorities. <laughs> so funny. So what are your thoughts for this week? Oh, that's a loaded question. I got a lot of them. <laughs> we got time. Um, we got yeah, time. I actually, I want to ask you what your yeah, thoughts cool. are because I, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but I know you guys scored zero points last week. What are your thoughts about in Colts land right now? What's going on over there? Oh, well, it's a lot of opinions. Uh, let me say that. Um, we've seen a lot of angry rants. Um, and I wouldn't even say that I ranted, but I, I got on my soapbox a little bit, a little off, get a little off my chest. Um, I think that people are frustrated, honestly. I think that they're frustrated with the fact that this is supposed to be a revamped team. Uh, Frank Wright, Chris Bauer are supposed to have, you know, kind of put their, their secret sauce, you know, in the pot here and stirred it up and hopefully we get something different. And it looks a lot like it did at the end of last season. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a quote that Darius Leonard said, hey, we, I want guys to remember what this feels like, what this tastes like, you know, this kind of bitter defeat here. And it just carried right on into this season. So fans are upset that, you know, they are really, really feeling it. Um, I think there's a very, very small percentage of the crowd that is like, hey, it's going to be all right. It's a long season. But people are visibly upset because we've looked so flat in both games, really. Like, if you take away the fourth quarter of the Texans game, like, yeah, it's pretty ugly. Yeah. So, yeah, it, we, we've got a lot uh, to accomplish. I really just want to see clean football this week. Like, I don't care how it gets done. I don't care who the ball goes to. Clean football, keep Matt upright no turnovers like those are the types of things that like teams like the chiefs can capitalize on like they will make you pay they will pick you apart any sort of little mistake and i'm gonna go ahead and put it out there before you guys even say it death taxes and tight ends and colts not being able to cover tight ends so travis kelsey by all means i don't care what you have to do to disrupt uh patrick mahomes timing to not get the ball to travis kelsey i would be fine yeah, I mean, that's real. <laughs> but you guys do get Michael Pittman back this week. So what are your expectations for him? Uh, to be honest with you, I don't know a little bit. I don't know the extent of how he's feeling this week. I did see that earlier uh, today that he's expected to play. Um, I think that they probably would have likely played him last week, but obviously probably not a go, you know, right before the game. 
my expectations for him is really just to stay injury free, of course, and that's going to sound pretty obvious, but I think to stay injury free and of course, at least a touchdown, I think for me in general, it's not even really about Michael Pittman. I'm not worried about him. I'm more so worried about the lack of production with the other receiving corps. So the, the wide receivers, the tight ends, like somebody has to set up, st- yeah. uh, step up. Next we, man we up. Hope that, yeah. We hope that it could be Paris Campbell. We're still waiting on that. Uh, Alex Pierce is out with a concussion. Uh, and then, you know, beyond that, you got your relying on guys who don't have a whole lot, you know, underneath their belt, not a lot of proven, you know, touchdowns. Ashton Doolin is slowly coming on, but still unproven. Mike Strong unproven, you know, it, Desmond Patman largely unproven. So it's, it's just not a whole lot there. Yeah. I mean, and I was, I was going to say, why do you think um, Jonathan Taylor wasn't as utilized last week? Hmm. I don't know. My fantasy <laughs> team would also know. like to know that. Just yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Exactly. Same. Um, I would like to say that my fantasy team was really upset about JT. <laughs> yeah. um, to be fair, I, I'm only a woman in one of my leagues, and I had the number one pick, and you better believe I picked JT with a quickness. And so I was like, okay, at least I've got a solid anchor, and it just did me no favors. Um, but to be honest with you, we discussed this on our podcast, too, because we were just really perplexed by the nine carries. And you could see that JT was also probably frustrated. He, I think at one point he had, you know, maybe 20, 30 yards, and then he broke off a 21-yard run, and he ran over two people in between. Yeah. You could just tell he was frustrated. He was angry. He's like, you know, forget all of this. Like, this this is terrible. And you would think with Michael Pittman being out that they would probably lean a little bit more heavily on Taylor. So that right. was really perplexing. Like. It was, it was perplexing for us, too, because they asked Frank, you know, why didn't you guys scheme up a little bit differently with, you know, with Pittman out? And the response was, which I thought it wasn't good enough, was, well, we were expecting him to play. Mm, and in my wow. mind, that's that's not yeah. a good enough response in terms of you, su- you saw he was banged up. Uh, Alec Pierce is already out with a concussion and, and likely probably wasn't going to play anyways with a concussion because he didn't clear the protocol. So why was there other options? They tried to go Naeem Hines that route in the beginning of the game. I think he had like first drive, he had like three catches. And then he was largely ghost for the rest of the game. Like they didn't, they didn't really target him. So I don't, I'm not even quite sure what the thought process was there because I'm like, the ball should have been spread around. JT should have been, you know, given the ball a healthy dose. Like even in the Texans game, you saw we weren't really moving the ball that well. They kept beating him. And then finally he, I mean, he went off in the fourth quarter. So I don't understand why this hesitancy. I know we had a couple games last year where we were missing people, whether it was due to COVID or injury or something. And I remember Andy Reid was like, we are going to game plan as if they are not going to play. Because if they're right. going to play, we can plug in what we know they can do, mm-hmm. but you're going to game plan as if they're not going to be out there. And I feel like that is just a, that's a coaching issue. Like yeah. that's, yikes. You listen, you're going to get me started now. <laughs> <laughs> gonna get me started now but you're right you're right i'm such an instigator i'm sorry oh you're all good you're all good but no honestly that's it's such a it's like yes please give it all that's that's what that's the issue that we're having right now is this big discussion on frank right and i have to give a big shout out to uh one of my co-hosts boom because he said it perfectly the other day he said it's just like when you go to the store like frank uh you know chris ballard is essentially the grocery shopper, like he goes and picks out the ingredients and Frank is supposed to come home and, and make something out of the ingredients. And I feel like all the time, 
that Frank looks at these ingredients and he's like, no, I don't like this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he looks like this and he's like, that's not what I want tonight. You know what I mean? Like it, it, instead of being thankful that you have food on the table, he's being picky about what's on the table and what, you know, you know what, we're just going to go try it and true. Like, this is what we're going to do. And I feel like at this point, like you're going to have to get creative. Your offense is young. You have an, and this is not a slight to Matt Ryan, but you have what most would consider an aging quarterback. So the yes. ball needs to come out quick because his delivery is not as fast as some of the younger quarterbacks. Spread the defenses out because we can do that. Yeah. Tempo is what Matt Ryan does well. And you saw in the fourth quarter of the Texans game, we saw it all training camp and everybody responded well to it as well. So I, again, I am mystified. And maybe it's because I'm just, a, you know, I'm just a lowly podcaster and writer, but, and I'm not on the, on the field, but. From my lens, I'm like, something has to change. Well, I can tell you, we're not going to take this game lightly. Like, people are like, you guys are going to go in there and win by two touchdowns. No, we can't go in there with that type of mindset. <laughs> like, to know the Chiefs is to know, no, y'all better go out there full out. Like, it's the Super Bowl every single game. Like, the goal is to get to the playoffs. And if we want to be, you know, five and one by the bye week, we can't lose this week. So that means we got to take every game just as serious. Yeah. You guys' O-line is something to deal with regardless at the end of the day. So I know you guys may be having like issues. I think, there are, I, think, I think there are some Chiefs fans that think it could be a trap game for us. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, I thought you might say that. I thought um, you might say that. So no I, I pulled up some. I pulled up some numbers because I was like, I thought somebody might say that. Okay, and okay. The Colts lead the Chiefs 17 to 10 overall, and they lost. The Chiefs lost to the Colts in 2019. So this was yeah. October 2019. It was a terrible game. Colts won 19 to 13. The I think the uh, the lone touchdown that I saw was Pringle, uh, Byron Pringle, and <laughs> it was so bad that Jacoby Brissett ran a touchdown in. Um, yeah. That's that's where we're at. And I, I think love before then, so much. <laughs> yeah, so good. I figured, I figured you might enjoy this, you, just as much as I did reading it. Um, but <laughs> you know, it, it was so bad that this is probably not a typical Mahomes game. So he was twenty-two of thirty-nine, three hundred twenty-one yards, which is not terrible, but only one touch, one touchdown, and he was sacked four times. Yeah. So what that tells you is that I mean, because we've talked about it as well at length and in in the spaces on our podcast, like this this. It's not even a rivalry, really, but it's a really good matchup. And we've seen it where Colts have gone into Arrowhead and won. Uh, there's a really massive playoff game from a couple of years ago, the Andrew Luck game. I think Colts were down by like 30 plus at one point. Well, uh, you know the game I'm that. talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't want to talk about it, Megan. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you know, best friends are honest with each other. That's what, right. I, I, yeah. that, that's what we were doing. Here. It happens. Um, but, it's okay. It's okay. But it's okay. you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that this is the game where I, I did say that I thought the Colts would win. Um, and I won't, I won't give, of course, score prediction uh, unless you want me to. But We're going to do that at the uh, end. You wait. Of course. We're gonna but I was asked end. about it all offseason. And, hey, give your score prediction, that sort of thing. And I had the team – losing the first two games. And I mean, you wouldn't believe the looks that I got from people. You cannot be serious. This roster is way better. Clearly, I knew a little bit about what I was talking about. Like, I just know how my team starts. I knew the offense was young. I knew we would struggle. Somewhere there's some voodoo down in Jacksonville where we can never look like, uh, you know, a competent team in Jacksonville. Completely different story of the Jags come to Indy. But obviously, I knew. I knew. And I, you know, I think all of us had this game on our minds. Like I was never like, Oh, we're just going to go in and win easily. That was never my thought with the Colts. No. And I know that you guys lost 
Andy Reid said it best in his press conference yesterday. He said, I know they're, he's like, I know their record. I know it's 0-2. He's like, that doesn't matter. I, like, it does not matter. Um, we'd be stupid not to take you guys seriously. You guys have a lot of good talent on your team. And I think it's going to be a good game. And I think week three is when things start getting real. I know weeks one and weeks two are, everyone's figuring things out. It can kind of go whichever way. And I think week three is where you can kind of say, okay, this team is going to do this. This team is going to do this. And I think it's a, it, I I don't want to say it's a trap game, but I think, and I don't think our team is not taking it seriously either. Um, but I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm really excited to see what happens. For sure. I, I have one sentence about this game. One sentence. If you're the better team, be the better team. Yep. yep. Agreed. So agreed, agreed. Yeah. That was agreed, great. Agreed. All right, so let's, um, Megan, what we like to do here is we're deciding that we're going to talk about a certain division every single week, um, and we rank them how we think they're going to end at the end of the year. And this week we're talking about the NFC South. So I think you got your predictions together, right? Yeah. yeah All right. Got them. Go one through four for us. Who do you think is the winner? Who do you think is the loser? And then we'll go out. Uh, All right. I, I... Mm, 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 mm. I know they're all so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I've waffled. I've waffled on this. I've waffled on this. I've waffled on this. I actually have the Saints coming in the top of the division. Don't ask me what the record is because I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna go Saints. Um, and 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 just because the Bucks are having so many issues. Brady is having, and this is not a slight to him, but you can tell he's clearly going through something off the field. So off the field concerns, you can see he looks stressed, pain, whatever is happening, it's it's rough. So much condolences to that man, whatever is going on off the field. Um, but their old line is in trouble. <laughs> and it's been in trouble for, for weeks now. I feel like every time I look up, they've lost someone else. I think I just saw Keem Hicks is also out, not O-line, but another Bucks player is out with a uh, plantar fascia um, injury. Yeah. So I, I think you're starting to see the decimation there. Uh, Mike Evans is suspended. Uh, you know, it's they've got a lot going on uh, there. So I maybe they come in second. I just don't know about the Panthers and the Falcons. My husband's probably gonna like call. He's he's going to say something to me. I just know he is. If he's watching this, I'm babe. If you're watching this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm. I'm going to say the Panthers over the Falcons, but I don't, to be honest with you, I don't know because they both have looked pretty up and down and the Falcons are like, they're really good at snatching, you know, defeat from the jaws of victory uh, or victory from the jaws of defeat, whichever way you want to say it. Either way, it's it's terrible. Um, And I have to go sit through a Falcons game in a couple weeks and I'm just not looking forward to it. That's how, so you know how much I love football and love my husband that I wouldn't subject myself to that. Um, so I, I just don't know. I think they're in so much of a rebuild. I, I can't see yeah. them clawing their ways out of the depths of the bottom of the, of the, um, of the division. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Who's next? Well, mine's different. Mine's a little bit different, but I this one was also hard. Kind of like last week, I felt like this is this one's hard. So I, I did flip-flop over Tampa Bay and New Orleans. I did end up putting Tampa Bay on top. And the only reason I did that is because 
they I know they're two and zero right now. They do play Green Bay and then Kansas City and then a division opponent in Atlanta. Their next three games, but mm-hmm. they have played poorly two games in a row, in my opinion, and they've still squeaked out the win. And I feel like yeah. good teams find a way to win even when they're not performing well. So I, I feel like I have to give them the benefit of the doubt until they lo- they finally lose for performing poorly. Um, I think New Orleans is going to get better. I think they're what one and one right now. Um, yes, yeah, they're one and one. They do play the Panthers next week, so I think that'll be a good test um, for sure. Um, but the the problem is, so Carolina, I put them dead last. I put Atlanta and then Carolina. Ooh, and okay. the reason I put Atlanta next is their next two games are Seattle and Cleveland. And I really feel like with Drake London going off, thank you, fantasy gods, um, I feel like he <laughs> is maybe a missing piece of the puzzle that they weren't, you know, expecting to go off as early. And then Carolina, I feel like, has a much tougher schedule this next rundown. I mean, they play New Orleans, Arizona, the 49ers. Um, the Rams, the Bucks, Atlanta, yeah, Cincinnati. Right. So they have a really tough run coming up. And so I, that's why I put them last because I, I feel like that's going to be a tough run to come out on top on. And I think by the time they get through that run, it may be too late for them to come back. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to with you on that, Christy. I think just like Aaron Rodgers, it's hard for me to discount Tom Brady. Um, yeah. That's a hard I rep. feel that. I no, do. Exactly. That's why I struggled too. Because I was like, oh. yeah. He he crushed us in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and we're not talking about that. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. It wasn't me. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, wasn't give it, me. To... it was not me this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give it to the Bucks until they're proven differently. Um, I think the Saints have their number. I think the Saints have a really solid team. And I just think the Saints need I, I like Chrissy said, the Bucks, they really the first two games have not looked that stellar to me. They have not looked crazy good. Um, I think their defense is good and I think their defense is helping them win the games. And that's probably my biggest fear with the Bucks is actually their defense, not their offense, which is crazy. Yeah, for sure. Um, but so I'm gonna go Bucks then Saints, but I think Saints have their number and could take over. But they have some proving to do as well. So I think the Saints could be right up there with them. But I'm gonna go Bucks Saints. I'm gonna do this. I don't know because Ann Falcons are such a toss up. Like everyone's been saying, um, I would like to see Baker Mayfield finish third right there, right. just because I, you know, I want good things for him. And um, this is you know, yeah. So, you know, you want I, good things for him, but he's going to finish third. I got it. I you want like, good things I, for I, him, but he's going to finish third. We're going to go Panthers and then Falcons. I want to see the Falcons um, utilize their best players like Kyle Pitts. He's not being utilized in the way he should be right now. Yeah. And I think I they're still trying him. to find an, an identity on offense. Like, really and truly. And that's, I, that's probably part of the issue. It is. And I think they have a lot of good weapons. They've drafted a lot of good people. The Falcons could figure it out, but they have a lot. They have a lot to prove more than anyone, I think. So I'm going Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Got it. All right. Um, I'm going Bucks, Saints, Panthers, Falcons as well. 
Um, but I think the number one and the number two could switch, and I think the number three and the number four can switch. So um, all right, we get that's, each other. That's all we I got. Each other. I would I got love you. for the. I got you. I would love for the Saints to win the division because Tyron Matthew. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. It, yeah, that's my order. That's all I got. I don't really we care. Love, we love the honey. <laughs> I'm like, I, I mean, Tyron Matthew, Juice Landry came home. Yeah, like, I, I mean, mean, they've they've got Jameis is coming back from in, injury. They have some feel good kind of stories. I think that's probably why I was like, you know what? Fine, Bucks win the division. But yeah, we'll they, it's Tom Brady, and every time I've got well, except for that time I did predict the Super Bowl, him losing the Super Bowl. But any other than any other time other than that, like, yeah, he's he's proven me wrong. Well, yeah. and this is probably Brady's last season too. They're probably gonna figure out a way to get him. I say out. that we say that, and then like he can, he's gonna keep playing until he's like sixty five. Like exactly. honestly, <laughs> we went to the Falcons Bucks game last year. That was my husband's like birthday gift from me, and we were so excited because I was like, oh, I mean, even though I like Tom Brady's on my favorite, obviously, clearly, but um, we, I was so excited because I was like, hey, it's Tom Brady, it's Gronk. This is their last season. Like I'm about to take some pictures. Like this is really cool. Like that sort of thing. And then the man unretired, and I was like, what did I take these pictures? Like this, oh, he's I gonna know. keep playing and he's gonna keep come terrorizing every team in the NFL until he just has had his bill. I'm sure the prices of those tickets were retirement prices. <laughs> they were, they <laughs> were, were. Listen, we were we were in 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 the in the bleeds for very cheap. Um, I will admit to that because I was not about to spend my good hard earned money on the Falcons. I love you and I love my husband too, but absolutely not. Um, so it was like, hey, do you want to go? Great, fabulous. We're sitting in like the 300s, and <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it happens. It's it's like that. All right. So Megan, what we like to do now is we like to talk about uh like the the best games that we think are gonna be this week. So we go through. We this week we're gonna just pick four games, but um we're gonna pick the winners and the losers. So we we gave you that cheat sheet too, right? You did. Okay. Cool. Yeah, so. Did. First game, Thursday night football, Steelers at Browns. Steelers at Cleveland. Who do you that think is such wins? a disgusting, such a disgusting <laughs> matchup. Like, you're going to make me choose between Trubisky and, and Jacoby Brissett, which I love Jacoby, but, yeah, you're going to make me choose between that. We're so nice. Yeah, I'm, I try to be. I really try to be. I'll be here all week to be nice to everybody. Right. Um, but <laughs> – I'm going to pick the Steelers and that one, giving the Steelers, I don't know if you want an exact score, but I, I can give you the Steelers. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> I, I don't have much rhyme or reason why, but give me the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're both one and one. It's a division game. I'm going with Steelers. I think it's going to be a defensive matchup. I think that's my prediction. Uh, I will. You know what? I don't want to. No bone in my body wants to. I'm going to say the Browns, though, because of their running. Really? Lexi, I expected so much better out of you. So God, much, so she loves controversy. So disappointed. Lexi's toxic. Just, Lexi, <laughs> if we all pick the same teams, it's not going to be fun. So I'm going to pick the Browns. Oh. Lexi was like, razzle-dazzle, here you go. We're going to take one for the team, Lexi. <laughs> right? But you know what? Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt have been fantastic. Their O-line yeah. is pretty dang good. Their defense is pretty dang good. I love the Steelers way more than the Browns, um, but I'm going to go with the Browns. I think they might have the edge on it, but I, it's going to be very, very close. I'm going Steelers because Mike Tomlin. That's it. That's literally the only reason. Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin too. Black Air like Force Mike. ones. That's it. 
That's the only reason why. You knew what time it was once those came out. You knew what time it was. Right? <laughs> okay, so next game, which should be very, very, very interesting. I can't wait to watch. Uh, Bills Dolphins in Miami. Noon. Sunday. I'm surprised mm-hmm. it's not later. Flexed. I know, actually. Oh. I'm the same. I'm actually going to say the Bills until somebody proves me wrong that somebody can stop them. Give me the Bills. Give me Stefan Diggs. He is him, as he said last night. <laughs> Give me Stefan Diggs for like five touchdowns. Like, whatever you want to throw up there. Like, they've, I mean, the Bills are rolling right now and they obliterated the Titans, which thank you so much. I appreciate you, Bills. Yeah. Um, but yeah, until somebody stops them, give me Bills. Oh, Noah, Lexi, the Browns. (laughs) Noah's yelling at you right now, just so you know that. Um, He thinks your prediction was horrible. I agree, Noah. No. We'll see. Um, Bills, Dolphins. I chose Bills for the same reason as Megan. Until someone can prove that they can stop them, I think it's going to be – I trust Josh Allen more than I trust Tua. I know he's got Waddle and I know he's got Tyree Kill, but I think the Bills have a great defense. I think they have a great offense, and I think it's going to be hard to stop them. So, Bills. Same, same. I think the Bills, I think they're fantastic. They look pretty darn unstoppable, and they know how to guard Tyree Kill. Exactly. Recently. So. They are a well-oiled machine right now, so I'm going Bills too, plus – I'm like the stand account for Stefan Diggs because I think he's like <laughs> gonna be my future husband. So that's not here nor there. <laughs> I know I probably shouldn't love him, but gotta, it is what it is. Um, okay, next game. Another new fins up, baby. Okay. Um, the next game, which is also at noon. Um Eagles commander. <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> another division game. This one should be really good. <laughs> another division game. This one should be good. Eagles, Commanders in Washington. Ooh. Short week for the Eagles. Wait, no, it's not. Yeah. I'm lying. Monday night football? I mean, it's kind of. Technically. Kind of, kind of. Yeah. Um, I have the commanders in this one and not by, probably not by much. Um, I, I, I just think that they've got, a, a, I think they're probably going to be a little more settled at home. I, I would hope. Um, I think Carson Wentz looks actually pretty, pretty well in that offense. Um, he looks very comfortable in the offense and, and give me an X factor of Jahan Dotson, who's been great as a rookie. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm just not quite 100% sold on Hurts yet. Like, I, I need him to be a little bit more consistent for me to pick the Eagles, even though he looked great last night. Um, but, yeah, I, I need him to be a little bit more consistent. I went Eagles. And the reason why is I know Philadelphia looks really good right now. Uh, Jalen Hurts is three rushing touchdowns. And I'm worried that the commanders will think the way to stop Jalen Hurts would be to load the box. And then I'm afraid when they do that, they're going to get beat by it beating the secondary with AJ Brown going off and Devontae Smith going off. So that's the only reason I feel like the commanders are going to think that's the way to stop them. And the Eagles will take advantage of them that way. So I I'm choosing, I'm choosing Philly. Yeah. Okay. I think Eagles, I think Eagles will, they, they have a chance to become like 10 and 0 right now. 
Yeah. Um, they have a somewhat easy slate of games. I think their offense is dominant. I think their defense could figure it out. So I'm going Eagles on that one. But I do think Commanders could make a case. For sure. I'm going Eagles just because, A, fantasy football reasons. Jalen, thank you. But, no, honestly, I think they're still coming off of their high from this huge win this past week. Um, and I think that's the motivation that they're going to take to go into this game in Washington. I know Washington, their fans are pretty insane, too. So they're definitely not going to make it easy for them at all. But I'm going Eagles. E-A-G. What is it? I don't care. Um, okay, last game, uh, three twenty-five in Packers Bucks. Yeah, give me give me the Bucks at home. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers is still figuring it out with uh, with that offense without Devontae uh, Adams, and I, I don't know. I feel like Bucks at home is is a tougher win for a lot of teams. Um, and really, if you're talking about like, you know, good QB versus good QB, give me Tom Brady. Um, yeah. I feel like, and we don't talk about it enough. Aaron Rodgers has been in a decline, so to speak, uh, since, you know, since uh, winning the Super Bowl and, and, and since playoffs and Green Bay in general has, has not done enough, I think. I also chose uh, Tampa Bay. Brady is three and one versus Rodgers. And I think Rodgers is more about how he's not going to change and how he's not the problem and how he's going to do it his way. And I don't think that that is the way to, to run a team. And I'm sure Tom Brady is kind of similar, but just when you lose your big guy like that, like you have to adapt. And so I'm going with the Bucks, though. I don't like either team. So I actually think they're going to be very similarly matched up. Um, I think the Bucks and the Packers both have stellar defenses. Um, I'm going to go Packers. I think they're, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be on a mission to beat Tom Brady in one of his final seasons, you know? Um, I think he's going to be cooking. Russell Wilson doesn't know how anymore. And, no. <laughs> sorry, I had to throw oh, his no. name. I'm always here for Bronco Shade, Lexi. Uh, I am always I think, I think Aaron Rodgers will pull it off. I think they are going to gel a little bit differently. And I think everyone's going to expect um, Tom Brady to win it in his final season. But I think they could pull off the upset there. I'm going Bucks just because Aaron Rodgers doesn't even like his receivers. He doesn't even like his team. Um, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to play in the Florida heat. I know he can, but it's hot. It was 102 in Dallas today. So um, I can only imagine what it feels like in humid, humid disgusting, nasty Tampa Bay. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going Bucks because, I mean, honestly, I would rather it be a tie, but I do think that they win by like a field goal. I don't think it's going to be like a blowout or anything like that. I think it's going to be very, very, very close and come down to the last minute. I could be totally wrong, but yeah. You know what, though? The Microsoft Surface stays undefeated by Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you bring that up. Well played. Well I need played. him to have anger management issues because I wish Patrick Mahomes would throw a surface. I mean, to be fair, though, Aaron Rodgers throws a mean surface as well, to be yeah, fair. He really does. <laughs> That's very true. All Which right, surface well, is going first? <laughs> my money, my money on is on Aaron Rodgers. My money's on Aaron Rodgers to throw his first. Mm, I go Brady. Let's put a wager on that later. No, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> I mean, I have nothing for you. I have lint in my pocket. I've got Monopoly money. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, I know we're like towards the end of our segment and thank you everybody for tapping in, but I think it's really important that we talk about who wins this game this week between the Chiefs and Absolutely. the Absolutely. So who's your winner and what's your score prediction? Yeah, um, so I actually do have the Colts winning this one. Uh, I'm going to say 28-20. I don't think it'll be a super high, high scoring, but I'm hoping that the Colts will be able to put together some offense at home. I'm hoping that, you know, we'll be able to live off the crowd energy of, of being at home. Obviously, you just had these two ugly games, so let's find some sort of a resemblance of, of life on both sides of the ball. I need you to find an offense. I need you to find a, a defense and a pass rush. Anybody, hello, anybody willing to step up this week would make, I think, a lot of folks happy. Um, well, I know we had Noah just comment 30, uh, 31 9, I think he's what he said. And I'm, I'm in favor of the Chiefs. I'm going close with that as well. I say Chiefs win 35 to 10. Ooh. Sorry, <laughs> Ooh, I'm I see. I see. It's, it's, it's wow. Funny. I respect it. I respect it. We're we're nice until it comes down to game time, and then we gotta we gotta show the that you know. <laughs> obviously, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think it could be a closer matchup than we think, but I really it's a you know any given Sunday. So I'm going to say Chiefs 27, Colts 14. All right. And I mean, of course, I'm going with the hometown, too. I'm sorry, Mick. Um, I have the Chiefs taking this one. Um, I think they're both going to put points on the board. I have Chiefs 30, 34, Colts 21. So. All right. I respect it. I respect it. I don't think I would expect anything less of you. Actually, Megan, is, is um, DeForest Buckner set to play? You know, he is for right now. I don't, I haven't seen anything that says he isn't. He was a little banged up in the right before we played the Jags. So I'd be curious to see like if his status remains, um, you know, healthy throughout the week. But yeah, he's set to play. And then what about Leonard? Is he set to play? I don't know. We haven't heard <laughs> anything there either. Um, this would be a fine time for him to come back, but I'm not in any rush for him to come back. I want him to be completely healthy. So and would I, I love him back for this game? Yes, but. I do want to add, we are out Willie Gay for a few games now. So that's definitely a bummer. Um, that's a bummer against the run game for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But what can we do? It is what it is. It's okay. It is what it is. Next man up. Next yeah, man up. Absolutely. I think absolutely. I think Leo Chanel is going to kill it. I think Leo Chanel, he had death row tattooed on his arm last season. <laughs> <laughs> so just beware, okay? Just beware. Right, okay. Noted, noted, noted. So, Megan, why don't you tell all of our followers where they can find you at? Yeah, absolutely. So first, let me give a shout out to the Indie Intercept podcast. I am your wonderful host. And I'm joined by my co-host, Boom McGinty and, and Justin Perkins. Uh, you can also find, and that's on Spotify. Uh, you can also find us on anyintercept.com. On Twitter, I am at the Megan Hall. On Instagram, also at the Megan Hall. Awesome. Well, Megan, we really appreciate you coming on. I don't Thank know about you. you guys. I had so much fun talking yes. to you today and bantering. And all. I just, it was a blast. I really appreciated you coming on. And I hope we can have you come on again sometime. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me know. I'll be back to chat, chop it up a little bit more. <laughs> We yeah. might have to next week, depending on events. 
is it yeah. is it AFC South week? Is that what's happening next week? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it is actually. Yep. Yep. So bring, um, bring me always, back. Put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> Put me in. <laughs> as always, we are live every Tuesday at seven o'clock central time. Um, you can find us live on Twitter and Starkey Media's Facebook as well as YouTube. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, and please follow the Kingdom Queens on Twitter so you can keep up to date with us throughout the week. Um, and make sure you guys also follow follow Megan as well. She's she's awesome, and we really loved having her today. So we will see you guys next week. Go Chiefs! Sorry, Megan, but I hope you guys lose. And until then. <laughs>